Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fitness for 95ers podcast with myself, Andrew Marsham, and again, another very special guest today in the form of Kieran Leinster. Kieran, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, good. How about yourself? I'm doing well, mate. I'm doing well. Um, but before we get into the conversation with Kieran today, quick reminder that if you leave a review or if you screenshot me uh, or screenshot the podcast, tag me and put it into your stories you'll be set up with a free coaching call also for those who would like a free custom meal plan and fat loss webinar get that in the show notes below click the link it's all yours completely free nothing to lose but let's get into today's call uh, today's podcast sorry with kieran so kieran how's your week been so far mate yeah, it's been manic. It's been manic. Obviously, uh, being involved in this mastermind now, it's just given me such good uh, focus and clarity on yeah. things I want to be achieving, like each day. So every day is just yeah, craziness. Yeah, that's that. And for the reference, Kieran is another another member of the mastermind. So I think I've had about ten people on now at least. Um, <laughs> now that me and Kieran are sitting doing this interview or podcast in twenty sixth November. What I've not told him yet is that it won't be out to the new year. Because there's such a backlog. <laughs> um, and I've got another two this week as well. Um, I think I'm going to slow down on it a bit after this. But <laughs> Kieran is a very high-level boxer. Um, so, Kieran, do you want to tell us a bit about some of your achievements in boxing, how you get started in that, and then... Tell us a bit about your training and lifestyle as well, if you don't mind, if we can start there. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I've been, boxing's been in my family kind of like my whole life. Like my dad was um, a boxer growing up. He was um, the regimental boxing champion. He's in the army. He's in the, uh, the Irish Guards. Um, so I used to go to our little training sessions with him when I was a kid, but never really um, took to it. Like, I never really pushed to get into it. And then I think went to university, um, got a little bit of freshers, like, flub, you know. Um, and then just kind of, like, really wanted to start improving my fitness. And so found out a local boxing gym went down. Well, it's a mixed martial arts gym, went down. Um, just loved it. Literally spent, like, all night there, every night. Um, and then, yeah, basically just had fights in all disciplines, like Muay Thai fights, mixed martial arts fights. Um, then we got this new boxing trainer and I don't know, me and him just clicked. And then from there, had a few like boxing fights, won those, then got up, like went for like a little local area title, won that. Basically, just kept winning loads and loads of fights. Um, and then just, yeah, won all of them. Got to the point where um, I challenged for the national title, like won that. Um, like the fights were on, um, on Eurosport and stuff. So it was nice. like, good coverage as well. And then all the way up, lost my first fight fighting for the um, fighting for the British title against a lad who had over like a hundred fights. Used to be in the uh, the GB squad, so yeah, it was like mixing it at a, t a top level. Um, and then yeah, got um, selected for a team to represent um, the UK. Boxed in um, what's it called? Boxed in Tenerife. Also boxed in Ghana, like got um, flown out to Ghana. It was um, an unbelievable trip. Met like a world famous like Azuma Nelson, who's um, probably their biggest boxer as an ex-world champion from there. 
And yeah, and just kind of led me into the sort of situation I'm at now because like whilst going through uni, I always had people asking me for like meal plans and training plans and stuff like that. So I'll be doing those. And um, as I said to you before, I was like, I got out of uni and went into this sales job, selling yep. advertising um, space in a conference. And it was just soul destroying, mate. Just soul destroying. I had to spend Five. like four hours yeah just like cold calling people just being like trying to offer them a little, a little slot of advertisement space for like five grand and they'd just be sitting there like no they get they leave me alone and they just yeah it's like deep for a pistol by the end of it mate it was horrific so um <laughs> yeah one of my friends one of my friends actually yeah mate i like it's the, it was the best thing i ever did like i sacked that off um and got when I did my PT qualification, one of my friends pushed me to do it because he kept asking me to take him on pads. And he was just like, look, why don't you sack off what you're doing at work and come like work with me. You can do like pads for me because he was a PT at the time as well. Um, and then, yeah, before, like as it actually came to it, he was my first ever mentor when I became uh, fully qualified. Completely transformed like, my business from just starting out to uh, like, doing well in, in the PT world. He's um, got his own gym now as well, down in in Way, Waybridge, called Silvermere Fitness. So, nice. Yes. Yeah, it's been, been an interesting journey. Been an interesting yep, that's journey. that. And you're, you're still boxing at the moment, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, it's um, professional, professional boxing now, yeah. Nice one, so I've nice boxed, one. I boxed in April. Um, just one of those things, unfortunately. There's no money in boxing. Kind of, I'm getting a bit older now. Like getting like 28, um, and really start really focusing on my finances and and my future. And boxing's done amazing to get me to where I am now. Um, but realistically, there's only really money in it at the very very top level. And to get there, you need like a huge following. You need a lot to actually get into that position. So tonight, it's just. Like I say it's been it's been realistic and being pragmatic and focusing yes. on myself. Yeah, that's it. Um, I think obviously it comes to a point where if you're not getting the return, it's tied to folks and other things. But how have you been finding focusing more on the personal training? <laughs> how long have you been specifically doing the personal training and online coaching side of things now? And um, this is how me and Kieran kind of met up. So we mentored by the same person. Um, through the mastermind that we're in and of course Kieran offers online coaching personal training all that kind of thing so how long have you been kind of doing that how long have you been feeling that out so I've been actually like one-to-one -one personal training for about six years yeah I've been I've been yeah I've been a PC about six years now I've been doing like on an online stuff been doing that on and off uh, the same sort of duration but never really pushed it it just mainly because I didn't really have the systems in place to yeah. really make it um, make it work for myself um could never really figure out how to get someone like a training program over then being like what's this and then moving like okay trying to film a video of me doing say like someone like awkward like a bulgarian split squat and they're like well, what is this i'm like trying to do a video with teaching points and it's just yeah it just never worked so i never really had a way of getting those systems in place which i have now and yeah, so I've been properly um, online PT in about two months now. Okay. And that's, yeah, it's really, really picking up, really picking up. Nice one, nice one. Um, 
so kind of what do you th- what's the kind of typical go-tos when someone comes on to you say a client for example um let's talk about a bit about kind of you mentioned so i got uh, Kieran to send me a quick voice note before i called today <laughs> before the podcast today and you mentioned about what the kind of uh, people he likes to work with how he likes to get them in shape so do you want to describe a bit more about how you like to have people looking, you know, athletic, the lean muscular kind of thing that you were discussing earlier. Yeah, yeah. So I'm very much, I'm not much into, say, like, bodybuilding side of things. Like, I still think people should build their body to an extent. Like, everyone likes to have a little bit of muscle mass and look, like say, my thing is to more look athletic, like look lean and athletic, a little bit of a muscle pump, but not to be sort of mm-hmm. overly muscular. Um, and it's like what I was saying earlier, I think everyone should be able to, run for a bus yeah without, like, <laughs> expressed, you know what i mean i think everyone should have a, a good like solid level of baseline fitness yeah 100 um, percent agreed usually, usually when people come in working I'll, I'll put them through a little like a test or like do a, the, the one rep maxes um see like do like a, a mile run test little things like that just to see how how like basically where they're at um, and then obviously I'll structure like a program moving forward to really improve on their weaknesses. Sounds good. Sounds good. So as if someone comes on to you, say I'm fresh off the street, never lifted a weight in my life, never been to the gym in my life. Yeah. What are some of the kind of first changes you would make with training? Um, let's start there. What are some of the kind of first things you would make, uh, or change you would make with regards to their training, for example? get them doing it if they've never done anything true, so true. I'd, normally, I'd normally have someone like that going to sort of three full body sessions a week not going too heavy probably working the way like playing around with things like kettlebells stuff like that just to give them like a baseline level of fitness um doing kind of barbell um sort of strength circuits so like i say not going heavy but yeah putting a bit of weight through themselves mm-hmm. just to kind of Bodies used to um, actually moving and used to lifting weight. Um, then normally after about three or four weeks, because your body tends to progress quite quickly with those sort of things, then I start moving up to um, a bit heavier compounds. Um, maybe kind of down to maybe like four sessions a week. Look at maybe upper lower, um, kind of as, as we discussed in our yep. Instagram live. Massive fun, massive fun. And then really, it's kind of seeing how they're progressing because everyone's everyone's unique, aren't they? Everyone's everyone's Absolutely. like different in their own um, in their own improvement and progression in those things. So it just kind of depends on how they're doing. Depends on how quickly you um, bring them along, or, or uh, whether you want to sort of hold them there and keep them sort of focusing and progressing on just maybe something a bit more specific. Yeah, hundred percent, and that's a great place to start. Um, I think most people try and go into the gym and go for the sledgehammer approach when they first start. Um, they want to you know jump yeah. straight into doing six times a week and doing all these things, but slowly ramping things up. And as you said, building a basic like a goat whilst they're doing it, it's like eating like nothing. Yeah, eating like stalks of cucumber, and you're just like <laughs> handful of broccoli. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you made a great point there in building up a basic level of fitness, and I think um, obviously having that basic level of fitness is only going to help you in those sets if you're trying to build a bit of muscle. 
Um, so certainly it's, it's something that I encourage clients to keep in year round. It's something that I keep in year round myself as some form of cardio. Um, even playing other sports, likes of boxing, likes of doing martial arts and things like that. Um, those are excellent ways to get other levels of activity in. Um, and I think there's more to it than just the sort of exercise in your, your body shape as well. Because, I mean, yeah. lifting weights is excellent for building that. But I find for more of a headspace side of things, I find elevating your heart rate is better. So going for, like, say, like runs, going boxing, doing a sport, just something that's going to really pick up your heart rate. Um, I find that so much more beneficial for your kind of your headspace. Yeah. Um, like if I'm ever super stressed out, I'll either just go out for like a, a long jog, just like not not fast, not heavy. Just go out and it just I find it really clears my mind. Or yeah. just go out, just smash a bag to pieces. Great <laughs> <laughs> like ways to just express your stress and express that aggression that you've just got built into you. Yeah, the, those are some great, some great stress relievers, to be honest. Um, yeah. the, gym, the gym for me is one where I really go and like to zone in. Um, so mm. just put the tunes on for not like tune into what I'm doing. So put the real focus and effort into that. Um, get yeah. in the zone rather than trying to tune out. So I'm not a fan, a massive fan of the thought of going the go in the gym and zone out. Um, I like the, the more the term of get in the zone kind of thing you know go in there be yeah, focused yeah, I think that's that should be your form of escapism is getting in there and by being in that zone you use that rather than yeah. going into the zone out because then essentially you don't have your goals at the forefront of your mind so you're just kind of going through the motions as opposed to really driving towards your goal yeah 100% you're also we discussed this briefly on my Instagram live I think you're also a morning workout person, aren't you? Yeah. Have oh, you... yeah. How did your How did your um, first morning workout go? No, well, it was my first fasted morning workout. So oh, okay. Yeah. How did you find I've it? I've been working out in the mornings since August. Um, yeah. But that way, I mean, I've been going to the gym eight years as of January, and August is the first time I've been tried morning workouts, and I fucking love it. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Um, and then fires you up for the day, doesn't it? Hundred percent, like, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, see, I, I work quite. I worked quite a lot, but I don't. I don't as much anymore. Granted, I put more time into my business now, but I worked a lot, a lot of hours in my job. Um, you know, 60, 70 hours a week most nights or most weeks, and that was sometimes twelve hour. In fact, it was quite a lot twelve hour days, and I would go after the you know the the yeah. the, the work day now. You're a bit fatigued by the time I'm actually getting into it. Yeah. No matter how good you or how much you try and amp yourself up, no matter how much you try and get in the zone, no matter how much you actually enjoy going and doing it, sometimes you are still just a bit drained, you know. There's only so much coffee you can drink as well. 100%, man. And the thing is as well, I was sometimes going, well, I mean, in those later nights, I would be in the gym at like 7 o'clock at night to maybe half 8. So... If you're banging down a lot of caffeine, you know, and trying to get yourself up for it, it's going to affect your sleep and things like that as well. So I switched to the morning workouts just to prioritise it. And what a difference. Um, I, I've really, really enjoyed it. And as you said there as well, so just for a bit of reference, that something that me and Kieran talked about in my live was 
me switching to or trying to go to trying out fasted training in the morning. So I typically had a small meal, but it's got to the stage at the moment where I'm eating so much food that even that small meal in the morning was making me feel a bit bloated during my workouts. You know, I was I never, I was. Because you're bulking at the minute, aren't you? Yeah, well, I, 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 I see the funny you're thing is, my calories are stupidly high, but I'm not really gaining really? any sort of weight. It's very, very gradual. I mean, I've been, I've been lean gaining for well over a year now. Um, so it's it's been a while, um, but even that small amount of the food in the morning was having an effect. So I switched over to the fasting training. I've been doing it. So I done it Monday. This is only Tuesday. I done it Friday as well. Um, yeah. So the kind of tail end of last week, the first couple of this week, but going really well so far. Fair enough, mate. Yeah, like like I said, I've I've been sort of like doing morning workouts for years I've just always kind of preferred it I just thought it's, it's always better I, when I was in that job um, in that sales role that's why I, I used to do the same thing you get out after a long stressful day get in the gym and you just have like nothing you'd be trying to push yes. it was just yeah feeble so yeah I, that's one of the main reasons I moved over to morning training and morning workouts and yeah I just love it now yeah, hundred percent. I I wouldn't do it any other way now. I I would never ever go back to the evening workouts. The only the only the, the only exception would maybe be like a, a mid morning if I had if I had control on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if I didn't have that's, to go that's to work. What I do now is so like if I if I get a little break between clients or something, get like say an hour break, I'll just squeeze in a session to yeah. try and get it in. Yeah. Yeah, like you say, when I'm so focused on my business now, it's trying to find the time to actually put in and, and train yeah just, it, just come up calls come up this comes up like admin comes up it's just like mm-hmm. before you know it, yeah eight o'clock i know that's the days just go man and the, yeah. the the time the time doesn't fly faster when you're trying to do something like this um so what's your kind of ritual in the morning um going to the gym and things like that what's the kind of set up before um and obviously aware that you train fast but can i just talk the listeners through that and um, what your routine is for going to the gym in the mornings so usually i'll start work at 6 a.m now so normally what i do is i wake up i wake up at five so my gym's like about a mile and a half away so i normally wake up at five i'm very boring in my nutrition and that normally in the morning now so i wake up i boil up like six eggs and then i'll just put them in a little tupperware I'll go to I'll go to the gym um, and then we have my six till seven, seven till eight. From normally I have a little break then um, until nine o'clock. So then that's when I do my workout. So normally about half seven, I'll have a, like a pint of coffee and then I make a little show. Basically, what my go-to at the minute is, and I love this. Like I should copyright this because it is fantastic. Cool. So I make a little like a chocolate shake <laughs> and then. In the thing, I make um in a cup. I make a coffee, and then I pour the coffee, and it's like it's like a protein mocha. Yeah. Game shape. Um. So kind of do that, and that's essentially like my pre-workout. Um, nice. And then that will tide me over. Do that, and then yeah, have a bit of food after. Um, and then yeah, normally I have clients again. Um, and then yeah, crack on from there. Sounds good. What's your training looking like just now? Um, obviously, there'll be. I'm assuming you've got some specific boxing training, some specific weight training. What's the kind of makeup of that at the moment? 
Yeah, so I try at the minute. I'm trying to hit four sessions of um, weights a week, um, and trying to squeeze in three sessions of boxing. But it's just awkward because the gym that I box at, the sessions are kind of just well, normally I have clients around the times of the sessions, um, and then like a lot of the pros, a lot of the boys are in camp at the minute. So all the training, all the training when you were to go there between, because normally we train between ten and twelve. Um, the trains are very structured around them at the minute. It's just, yeah, like I say, it's unfortunate. It's finding the time to squeeze the boxing in. But we've just got we've got some bags at the gym. So a lot of my boxing work is sort of shadow boxing, just bag work at the gym just after I finish. I use that as my sort of cardio as well. Sounds good, sounds good. And what's the kind of main goals for you at the moment, training-wise, fitness-wise? What's the kind of main targets you're looking to hit in the next couple of months? So it's been quite funny. I think we kind of mentioned this when I met you down um, at the what you call it, at the exercise execution. It was funny because yes. being in boxing my whole life has basically been about making weight. So I've probably spent the last 10 years of my life in the calorie deficit. Like, <laughs> on, on average, eating around about 2,000 calories a day every day for however long. Now... Do you know what I mean I'm like five foot eleven? Um, I probably my walk around weight is like seventy five, um, and I cut down to light middleweight, which is sixty nine kilos. Now, just to put that in perspective, when I was like fourteen, I was like seventy two kilos. So yeah. I'd get when I, yeah yeah. So I'd get down up, but by the day that I'd weigh in, I'd be lighter than I was when I was like fourteen years old. Really. So, yeah, it's insane. So you can just imagine it's eating just for pure like for pure weight. So it's actually been nice trying to build a bit of muscle in that at the minute. So, um, so yeah, just kind of like lean gaining at the minute. Um, and now, now I'm like now I've been stuck. I'm like, should I do a little mini? Because I'm going to Australia because my um, my girlfriend's Australian. So we're going there for Christmas, and it'll be my first time going there. Oh, nice. Yeah, and it's summer, so I'm like, oh, should I do a little mini cut and just try and be as And it's like, I fall into like the old cycles of just like of like going Up back in. Yeah, whereas I want to do a shoot in March, and I think if I just do a mini cut now, I'm just gonna throw everything out the window almost. Yeah. Because I'll do that, and then and then it means that I'm gonna be in like quite a poor place to start my cut. Yeah, because we're all starting cutting just now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all that. Yeah, just, just be ready for February. <laughs> yeah, do, do the uh, do the shoot early. Why not? Why not? So, what's your kind of typical day? Um, this is one that loads of people seem to have interest in, and my YouTube yeah. videos seem to do amazing. So, what does a typical day nutrition wise look for you just now? What's a day of eating for you, Kieran? So I try, I say try, like I normally go to um, like a carb cycling approach. I find that just works really, really well for me. So okay. um, if I'm sort of having a day where um, I'm not, say, doing like heavy resistance work, then I'll try and focus predominantly um, on seeing like healthier fats, um, higher protein, healthier fats, keeping the carbs low. Um and then if I'm training, then yeah, I normally start the day um, with oats, 
oats and like loads of berries in that would be like a thing of protein porridge to start the day normally have that like i say so i'll start work at six have that around nine ish after after my training session um go and do my clients i start, i work at two gyms i work in hammersmith and uh, jim and kingston they're like eight miles apart so i cycle between the two of them it's about a like 35 40 minute cycle um just mainly because it's quicker than driving like just get too many knobheads on the road like driving stresses me out half the time <laughs> because there's so many idiots on the road yeah it breaks me mate honestly and just being sitting in traffic i'm like ah oh, where's where's that cycle enough and again like i was saying earlier it's so good for my headspace just being able to like actually cycle around a lot yeah i'm not much for like podcasts on or um or yeah, or just literally won't have anything in and just think about it, just the shit that I've got going on, like making up plans, making goals and stuff like that. Um, yeah, but then, and then even on days I'm cycling around a lot, I still try and keep my carbs down. Um, so my, my, my higher carb days would be focused like specifically on days that I'm, um, what do you call it? I am like doing weighted training. Okay, okay, sounds good. Living with my that's um, always, but like I said, that I try, I try because sometimes I, I'm ha- I'm one of those simple blokes. I could do the same meal all day, every day, but she's just like, no, she she can't have the same meal twice. So <laughs> yeah, you ch- do you change it up every night then? Yeah, well I don't. She does. <laughs> Did you eat consistently? It's literally like a running joke in, in our house. Like she take the piss out of me. She'd be like, oh, what's for dinner? She'd be like. Chicken and veg, chicken stir fry, or chicken salad. <laughs> I'm like, or a steak. Um, well, yeah, but she'll cook anything. She like like curries. Like she's a really good cook, which makes it even more difficult when you're trying to cut weight. <laughs> <laughs> of course, mate. Just need just need to get the the healthy tips into them. That's all. Yeah, yeah. We're getting there. You know, we are getting there slowly. Like a couple of little things. She's one. Of, she's one of these people. And you know, it's one thing I've realised with people. The main reason, like, say, fat people are fat and skinny people are skinny is normally their relationship with food as well. Like, you see some people, like, um, big people tend to snack a lot more. Don't get me wrong, there's genetics and all that comes into it. I think relationship with food is one of the decisive factors in that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, she will not eat. If she's not hungry, she will not eat. Like, and so she's never even thought about trying to stay in shape. She never really has to because she's always quite naturally lean because <laughs> she just doesn't do, and she doesn't she doesn't do like loads of exercise or anything. That's one thing I'm really working on. But she's <laughs> like she's happy just to do her own little thing. She's not like she's not a gym girl by any stretch. She does like Pilates a couple of times a week, and that's it. Yeah. Um, and um. Yeah, but there's makes there's little things every now and again that start slipping in, like the lower calorie alternatives, like like we should only buy Halo Top and stuff like that now. So I'm just like, getting it's all coming in. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's it. But you're touching a really good point there. So, what's been your own relationship with food like? Do you have ever had any past issues and any problems or anything like that? How, how's your? Can I swear? Can I swear on it? Oh, fucking right. Yeah, I mean, my relationship with food's been fucked like so like from but the main thing was i'd never give myself enough time to get in shape so it literally went to the point like went full bro i'd go full bro science i'd start cutting 
And so I'd literally, I'd only eat like chicken and broccoli or chicken yeah. and kale. Like I'd go, I'd go like zero carb. I'd be going through these like filthy, like training camps, like getting through like these horrific sessions on pure, just like grit and determination. And um, it used to be like a running joke in my old house. I used to live with like five friends whilst I was at uni. And it would get to like the Thursday, I'd be fine on the Saturday. On the Thursday, I'd go shopping in Tesco. I'd go down like the I'd line, like confectionery aisle. And like I'd ban myself from going down that aisle up until then. And the boys used to make a laugh. Every time we got to Thursday, they'd be like, well, Kieran's about to have a fight. It's time to get a fax. I'd go and I'd just stock the house up with shit. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I'd, I'd cut all this like savage weight off, like stupidly quickly get like stupidly lean and then give it like i think one day i woke up three days after a fight three or four days after a fight and i was literally like um i was best part of 10 kilos heavier my head like every single time my head would just be like golf ball yeah because when you look at when you look at it from like the biochemistry like perspective like you're essentially just completely starving your body your all of your cells are just like craving for nutrients so then when you flood them through your fat everything will just store it was just stored like your body just yeah. going into absolutely overcompensates yeah. yeah yeah like hugely it was yeah it was filthy um so yeah I mean, at one point i even got to the point where i was like i was bulimic essentially for like two years and really? then i need I yeah yeah so and I only had this, I only clocked it was what it was when I went to my brother moved in the house around the corner from me, like, this must have been about four or five years ago. And I went to his and we had like a big feast and I ended up eating loads and we were there. Like he put loads of food out and it'd be one of them things like my, my leptin, my ghrelin were just always fucked, like so out of whack because... I'd always be cutting, I'd obviously cutting savagely as well. I'd literally used to walk around on like 1800 fucking calories. And so like, I'd never get full. I'd, I'd literally, I'd eat to the point I'd be sick, but I wouldn't be full. Yeah. And I'd be sick, I'm still hungry. I'm like, how is this possible? Like I'm still genuinely hungry. And then, and then I'd be like overeating. And as a result, I'd wake up the next day and be like, oh, I ate well too much, oh, let's go and, do the stupid amounts of cardio to work it off. And then, but yeah, so I did this binge there and I remember jogging home and I made myself sick. Mainly because I felt quite full, but I was like, oh, I'm a bit, I, was, I threw up. I was like, yeah, and that's calories don't have to worry about. And then I was in my old, um, my old gym that I used to work at and I was having a laugh with um, my friend Rob, who's, um, who's he's now my massage therapist as well. And um, so we're kind of, discussing like a weekends and all that chat and then I kind of told him about this and he looked at me and went, that's, that's fucked up mate. And then it kind of stopped and I was like, that really is. I was like, I made myself sick and I was like, I looked back and then thought about times I'd done that previously and I was like, fuck. I was like, I've actually got an issue there. And it, you know, it took me probably about from that moment, I've been suffering for about just over a year like being like making myself sick. And then, like if I'd eaten too much and it probably took me about another eight months to actually come out of it. I had to be really conscious of my mindset. Like I realized my, my, my thought process around food and everything was so negative. Like it was, yeah, it was scary. I remember um, 
sitting on the tube, but it must have been just after Christmas, like Boxing Day, day after Boxing Day, and I was going to my ex-girlfriends in Essex. And then I was like, oh, I was like, I'm going to get in. I was like, as of the first, I was like, I'm going to get in unbelievable shape doing what everyone else does. And then I was like, oh, do you know what I'm going to do? And I was like, let's make the most of this. I'll just fucking eat whatever. And, I, and then that moment I stopped and I was like, why am I going to go out of my way to eat as much food as physically possible and get and squirt as many calories away? And I was like, that is what you need to stop doing. And I was like, that's just fucking, that's, that's wrong. I was like, that is an issue, mate. And I, was like, and I used to have to have these little one-on-one conversations with myself, but all the time. Yeah, but so, mate, my yeah, diet as a result of boxing was fucked. It's funny, I've done a couple of those things myself, by the way. See, yeah. the last the last time I was getting lean, which was last year, I was sick twice. Yeah. Forced, forced myself to be sick because I was getting lean, obviously. Those later stages, all you're thinking about is food, you're low in energy, you're tired. And on yeah. what I used to do was have a free <coughs> meal on a Saturday night. Um, on a mm. Friday and like there was three of us done it me and two of two our boys done it to two of my mates and they were getting lean as well and the three of us would just fucking go mental like yeah oh you, know, you go to like Nando's and get like three, two I, I, I don't I'd get like two full dinners and then go and get like, an ice cream sundae and you know cookies and all these things and a couple of occasions I was sick um, and I had, I must admit, I was, no, I wasn't quite to the extent of that, um, what you described, but there was some similarities in what I used to go, you know, what I used to do as well. And those conversations you're talking about, hundred percent, um, make the most of it now. Eat anything you can, and I'll just fucking deal with it later. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. And you're sitting there, you wonder, like, day after a night out or the morning after a night out, you're sitting there on like a cross trainer or something, like. Starving yourself the next day. Yeah. And just, yeah, just punishing yourself. And yeah, it's just crazy. It's crazy how how the mind works. And it's like you've never appreciated food so much until you've gone on the cut. On the serious cut, you've never, you've never really like valued food so much until you like put it into serious scarcity. It's crazy how much it changes you, um, how much it's how much it's all you think about, like the leaner you get. So, what's been the kind of some of the the things that you've done over the last maybe a few months that have helped you get a better relationship with food? So, a lot of it now is I like I have to, I have to be really consciously aware of those. Like I don't I don't get it so much. Um, anymore it must have been probably about a year and a half two years ago um but coming over like i've still got i think everyone's got their own habits around food haven't they yeah so there's loads of certain habits like my go-to i i wouldn't if it was up to me i probably wouldn't have carbs at dinner i probably only really have proper carbs like post-workout i wouldn't really see the need for it unless it's maybe like a piece of fruit or something i probably wouldn't go and then say it's quite funny being with my girlfriend who's had never experienced like this is like alien to her when I'm talking about say macronutrients and stuff. Yeah. And then like if I try and explain something like this, she's just like, What? Like, what is wrong with you? She's food. And I'm like, Yes, I know this is. I was like, but when I even try and tell her, I'm like, I'm probably not gonna have ice cream tonight because I've going to be close to going over my calories, like or if I've gone over my calories, I'm like, no, nah, no. Nah. 
I'm gonna go light to my shit. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, it's like, it it's takes about a dedication. <laughs> and I think, I think it's that as well. I guess that's one thing that's really helped me, um, like, surpass it as well as being with someone where it's alien to her, because then it makes you look into yourself a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't get it, and I'm like, well, and then so I'll say something about that, like about something to do with food, and she'll just give me that sort of look. That like, are you, are you okay? <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll sort of question myself and be like, was that that stupid? I'm like. <laughs> Tripping balls again over something. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, she'll be like, we'll go out and they'll be like we'll pass them. She'll be like, oh I might grab a, a slice of pizza and then and I'll be like, ah oh, nice. I'm like, nah, it's not it's not my time for a free meal. And she'll be like, do you mean a free meal? She goes, What's a free meal? And I'm like, it's just not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later, don't worry about it. <laughs> and it's it's almost understanding as well that obviously everything works in cycles. Like you have your your moments when you're trying to cut and you're trying to get lean, and by all means, like yeah, that's when you have to be a bit more. You have to be a lot more specific about the sorts of foods that you're going to eat. But then at the same time, when you're just going through times of maintenance or going through times of bulking, you almost need to appreciate that you have freedom with food. And to kind of enjoy them, don't take the piss and get fat by any means. But, but like that, enjoy like a slice of pizza is not gonna fucking throw you off, is it? Yeah. Or like if, if if the majority of your diet is like good quality foods, like one fucking pizza, one burger here or there, it's not gonna throw you off. It's about kind of being consistently good rather than occasionally perfect. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. On your Instagram live, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I actually recorded a podcast last night as well, um, one of my own ones, um, and I used that exact line, that exact sentence, because finding something that you can be consistent with, finding something that you know fits you in your lifestyle is far more effective than trying to fit yourself into like essentially a square peg into a round hole because yeah. someone's doing a diet that you like the sound of or someone you respect is doing a certain diet. If you figure out what works for you, then by all means, go for it. And the thing is, every single diet that you see, there will be someone that is fucking shredded doing that diet. Yeah, absolutely. Like, any single diet. But, like, I've tried going keto. Keto is difficult. Like, it's Which, good for a day or two. I, I, can, I can be perfect on keto for a day or two. And then the weekend hits, you go and see some friends or X, Y, and Z happens. It's someone's birthday. You wake up one morning and you're just really hungry. Like, what, what was your experience with that like? I've never tried it and I, I, I might try it one day, but see, to be honest, it does not appeal to me in the slightest. Nice. I, again, I just find it too difficult. Like, like I said, I can go low carb, high, like high, high proteins, easy. But actual keto, that's like a whole different ball game. What, what because you, you have sorry. to minimize. It's like you're eating essentially it's like seventy percent um, fats, twenty five percent protein, and then five percent carbs. Because even if you eat too much protein, you get a little insulin response. Yeah. So it's like just eating like pure fats. And don't get me wrong, I like I like a bit of cheese, but I can't just. <laughs> 
days at a time, it just gets what, difficult. What were you eating? Like, what did, when you say you done one or two days, what did those one or two days look like? Oh, so, so I'd, I'd be like really, really rigid. I, I got into this weird like habit for breakfast. I'd have um, like almonds and I'd sprinkle loads of like desiccated coconut over them. It was actually really, really nice. Right. Um, yeah, did like like weird little things like that, and then like normally at, um, lunch would just be like a, a salad um, with like like mackerel, um, loads of feta stuff like that. Like doing wrong, like some like meals, certain meals were good, but like I say, doing that consistently, consistently, yeah, yeah it's it's difficult. It is it is a struggle. I'd imagine it would affected your energy level and things like that, especially kind of training in the higher end for the likes of the boxing and things like that as well. Yeah, I think for, um, yeah, for something like boxing where it's a glycolytic sport, um, you need you need carbs, otherwise yeah. you, you flail so quickly. Um, so, yeah, it was just not beneficial for like at all. I tried it for, I got through maybe about five or six days um it was quite good like for, for things like cardio and that it was fine like for runs and that was fine but for when you get into actual like sparring sessions nah you just turn into a punch bag you just really? have got the energy yeah you get through a couple of rounds and you're good and then and literally it's just like stabbing a balloon you just go and it's just like yeah <laughs> getting punched about it's game yeah. over so yeah, exactly. Keto not recommended for boxers then. <laughs> I'd probably avoid that. Yeah, I probably would it. Sounds good. Um, uh, but that's gonna, I think, just kind of wrap us up there. That's about forty-five minutes we've been on, so that's a pretty good stint. And what I like to finish on as well, Kieran, <laughs> is my top five tips. So this there'll be a question for you. Um, my your top five tips on anyone looking to get. Lean, muscular, and athletic. So top five tips would just be now the basically five fundamentals of of just being healthy. So I'd just say eat good quality food, um, obviously have your treats, um, be nice and hydrated, just train hard, sleep well, and then just try and de-stress. Sounds good. But yeah, the top five things... It's for like health in general, isn't it? Trying to lose weight, trying to gain weight, trying to just do anything. If you nail those five things, it's just going to make your life better. Hundred percent, and and it's not just it's not just a health aspect as well. It's going to it's just going to cross over into everything and anything you do. If you're happier, con, more confident, with more energy, that's going to affect all your relationships. It's going to affect how you produce at work. It's going to affect how you feel. Everything just gets better. So yeah, your productivity the lot, and then how sociable you are. You're actually with people. Your energy level, yeah, it's just it, like I say, it just trickles down into essentially all elements of your life. So if you can now those five things, I think you're pretty, you're onto a pretty good stint. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason we bang on about it so much, and probably yeah. and continue to do it ourselves. Yeah. It's not for no reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um. It's been an absolute pleasure, Kieran. Thanks very much. Um, yeah, what I want you to do is just kind of give a wee outro. So where can people find you? Um, who do you help? Who are you looking to help? What's your kind of main, you know, business goals, coaching client goals and things like that for the next weeks and months? 
um, and just give us a wee outro if, if you can, please, mate. Yeah, so if you follow me on um, Instagram at Key Leinster, that's K I E and L E I N S T E R. Yeah, um, and basically, I like to help, as I was saying before, everyone, but predominantly, I like to help blokes up until the sort of age of 55 to just get nice and athletic, getting you all fighting fit. So, just yeah, skimming off that body fat and just looking good on the beach, looking like you're ready to be a champion. Sounds good to me, Kieran. And you also had released a program, I believe, on Friday there. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my um, my champion abs. So you get the abs of a true champion. So essentially, it's my little my guide as to the abs that I well the uh, training program that I use to get the abs that will just be absolutely shot stopping and head turning. Sure. Sounds good, Kieran. I like it. I like it. Um, and Kieran's Instagram will be linked in the description below, so I'm sure you can head over there, pick that up, um, get yourself over to Kieran. He's got loads of great content on his Instagram as well. Um, but that's all from us today. Kieran, thanks very much for being on. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. And, and I'm sure it won't be the last one either. Yeah, everyone. Take care of yourselves. See you later.